welcome to the haunted ride. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the haunted ride. I'm your host, Melissa Cummins, and I hope you have your tea and your snacks, and you're doing amazing today. So, sorry this episode is kind of late. I am apparently somehow when I separated the last episode into two parts, one for last episode and one for this one, it completely messed up the entire file. I did not realize this because the file had been working. I just, I mean, I knew it was a, a bigger file than what I'd worked with before because it was longer. I just thought, okay, you know, I'm going to have a couple issues, but nothing too big. Well, every time I would go in to attempt to edit the file, my Adobe Audition would crash. So um, it became that I couldn't edit the file. I couldn't record. I couldn't play the file. I couldn't play back my recordings. Um, and every time, essentially, the program would crash and freeze, it, it wasn't just enough for me to like close out the program, open it back up, and think everything was fine. No. In order for me to, it, it then wouldn't read my microphone or, um, like, it would say that my microphone was there, but then if you tried to record, it wouldn't record because it wasn't showing all the audio devices. And so and the only way for me to fix that would be to restart my computer. And I was like, I don't understand what's going on. And I, I tried to fix it for, like, a solid, like, God, like, five hours. <laughs> Shoutouts to a couple people on Twitter. <laughs> uh, Snafood. Uh, Voice of the Victim podcast, Play Comics podcast, and IWB, which is Ignorance Was Bliss with Kate. They were all very kind. And I was like, hey, guys, do you know anything that like edits? Because <laughs> basically I'm about to not have an episode today, which sucked because I was like I was working on it. Like I had full intentions. Like essentially I just had to go in, re-record like my part in the in the episode for a large majority of it, which was already going to be like a hassle. And then like now it's not even working. I don't understand what's going on. I tried to see if I could learn some new program real fast. And I was like, Melissa, realistically, like you can't, like, you know, you can't. So finally, I realized that for some reason, when it broke apart the file, it converted the file and it made the file essentially, essentially the whole entire file for two hours worth of audio was about a little under 100 megabytes, which isn't all that big. When it split the file in two, it made the file I was working on two gigabytes. So I guess Audition just could not handle that. Um, and then I'm assuming that probably somewhere in there, it had also actually messed up the file. It tried to make it into a video file, which Audition is an audio program. So it was it was just a whole thing. And I finally figured it out, but I figured out a little bit too late to be able to post an episode at 12 o'clock midnight like I always like to do. So you guys are getting it a little late. I'm sorry, but thank you guys for still sticking around. Um, I found out that apparently I ranked in the United States spirituality uh, category, which woohoo, that's all thanks to you guys. We're in the top 100. I was like 208 last week and I'm 98 now. It always fluctuates and I never really pay all that much attention to it, but that was insane to see. And that's because of you guys, like, and it has nothing to do with me. So thank you guys so much. I also saw that I've gotten some reviews on iTunes. Um, it, it wouldn't let me pull up everything, but 
I did see that I got one from, and I'm sorry if I pronounced your name incorrectly, uh, Val Zheng. Thank you so much for that. I really appreciate it. To anyone who rated or reviewed the show, thank you so much. It really means so much to me. And it actually like helps me out a lot on iTunes. And I think that's actually why maybe the ranking's been going up is because um, iTunes basically starts to be like, oh, hey, you have a podcast. And it matters because people actually apparently like you. <laughs> it's, it's a little bit of like an odd popularity contest that in order to see things, you have to be slightly popular and then it'll let you. Um, but thank you so much, guys. I really appreciate it. Uh, thank you for um, being so patient and so kind and so just fantastic, um, especially with the whole technical difficulties and still listening to previous episodes and still just waiting for the podcast. I really, really appreciate it. We will listen to a promo before we get into the story, uh, but this one is about past lives, uh, reincarnation, soulmates, my personal theories. I realized as I was going through this that there was a lot of me um, speed talking. So <laughs> I kind of, it was kind of good that I had to like re-record some parts because I got really excited. Like past lives just, it really excites me to talk about it and you can clearly hear it on the um, episode. Like my nervousness factor that's normally sort of in some of the episodes or like if you listen to the um, story episode, which Phil actually mentions, which was episode 11, which I really appreciate the fact that he liked it because um, I was really nervous about that episode. Um, normally you can hear that in my voice, but in, in this you just hear me being excited like super excited, super happy, and like fucking gung-ho as hell. So <laughs> I hope you enjoy that. Um, we'll play your promo and then uh, we will get into the episode and I'll have a quick little message for you guys at the end. Hey, Slackers. I'm Matt. And I'm Jesse. We host American Slacker, the show that keeps you updated on all of the weirdest news around the globe. Along with what's going on in the world of Xbox, music and movie suggestions, and fun interactive games. Every other week, we bring on interesting guests from all walks of life. From filmmakers to musicians, funeral directors to small business owners, and even Jeff Goldblum. What? No. We never got Goldblum, man. Oh, a man can dream, can't he? American Slacker Podcast. New episodes every Wednesday. Available on Spotify, iTunes, and all of your smart devices. Or anywhere else, you know, you might happen to cop a podcast. They're downloading MP3s, not buying an eighth. I'm shutting this shit down. That's it. There you go. But you know, this does actually bring us into a great topic. Past oh, lives. Past lives, there you go. That Which throws heaven and hell all, throws a monkey wrench in that. But what if... What if so? What if? Because what if some people believe that the whole reason and the theory behind past lives is that we all have something to learn? So what if that's why we all come back? What if at that moment, like that is why we go through the things we go through in life? What if, you know, we go through this positive, amazing, incredible life because we had a shitty one in the past and we like handled it correctly? Or we go through a shitty life now because we had an awesome one in the past. We screwed it up or did something incredibly karmatically horrible. And 
that's that's why we're in the situations we're in right now. Um, you had a guest on your show who talked a little bit about uh, past lives with their spirit guide. Yes, and they were talking right? about like, yeah, I think so. Like, if the, yeah. um, if you killed someone, you may die a violent death in the next the next life or something. Like, right. like karma has a huge influence on your past lives and what happens to you. But that you continue to come back to continue to learn and to continue experience and eventually ascend to this like other plate, this other sort of playing field, really. But for me, that really does say something about that whole thought process of heaven and hell like do you come back and this is your heaven or this is your hell right and you're supposed to learn from that i mean that uh, that bridges the two ideals together but again anything is possible anything is possible i mean with past lives here's my issue with past lives. It's, i'm gonna throw it under with witchcraft i don't know <laughs> i don't know mm -hmm. but i do have a an issue with it maybe you can explain okay we have uh, the only way I can think about it is, okay, the population is always growing. So therefore, mm -hmm. in past lives, the, the creator of the universe, whatever you believe that is, has to be generating new souls. Just for the mere fact, because every death has, just be, you die, you come back, but the population is growing, so he has to be creating new souls and everything. So I'm like, the math just doesn't work all of a sudden, even though. The theory of it, I actually kind of like, I agree with it. And I think the whole heaven and hell scenario kind of makes sense where, you know, if you're dicking your life, you're going to, you know, you're going to, your next life, you're, you're getting screwed. Um, but I mean, I don't know, but it's just kind of the math of the situation. There always has to be souls being made. And then at what point do you tap out and, or who, I guess the creator figured out when you learn all you need to learn. And another thing that kind of makes me wonder is the fact that if we're learning all this information now, I know it's, I guess it stays with us subconsciously, but mm. how do we tap into that? I mean, what benefit is, if I've had a hundred past lives in my life where I've learned something, now does it just seep through my uh, psyche into this life to kind of help me guide me and make me um, follow a certain path? Or do I not have access to it at all? I mean, I'd like to, I'd love to know if I've had a past life. Uh, I you know. love all these questions. I love them. They're making my day. Well, I'm, I'm here to please. And hope your <laughs> listeners, hope your listeners like it too. Even, even though, you know, they probably tuned out a long time ago. With my rambling. <laughs> no, you're fine. But uh, okay. that's just, that's just kind of, there's so many questions with it and how, you know, how does it work? I mean, I'd love to know. I mean, if I've had horrible past lives or great past lives, I think I'd want to know about it. And, you know, I'd be kind of curious to find out what I was in a past life at some point. So I have had a couple of past life things happen to me and I have a few theories. So, so this is theory time with Melissa, because I've, I've, I realized I have way too many theories, which is also part of why I sometimes feel like there's just something else in me that works sometimes that just because there's there's too much information and there's too many different pathways and it it really should be too like my husband my husband always makes fun of me and he's always like your brain works too much for too many people right. <laughs> and it's it's funny and it's a joke but he's not wrong like there are some times when I will just break out with something that I shouldn't know so here's my theory. I think that there's a difference between spirits and souls. Hmm. And 
I don't, I, I mean, I don't think that's what the creators or creator or whatever it is that you believe calls it. I think that is the term that we've come up with to try and make sense of all of this. And it's the best way for us to sort of comprehend it. But I think that a soul is really like a fractured, it's a fractured collection of spirits. And so when you're born, yes, you may be born, you know, you, you are born of a full spirit, but that spirit is only part of the soul. And so while you can be like, you know, spirit A of soul A, there should be a spirit B and C and D and B, C and D might be on this planet at the same time that you are. Now, I, I clearly don't believe that there is like a certain number of spirits or souls or anything like that, or that there's so many um, or so little that can be around at the same time. Like, I don't have a belief on that. I have absolutely no idea. Just because I'm good at math doesn't mean I'm good at that. But I mean, it's just like when you listen to people who may not believe in the paranormal, but you'll hear them say, I just had this patient die. And at the exact same time, I just heard the bells go off saying a new baby was born. Cycle of life has been completed. Mm. But technically, let's say that, you know, there's one million souls. Technically speaking, we could all be fractures of those souls and have absolutely no idea. And what if it gets overloaded and it's just like, all right, well, a couple more people have to die this year. Like, like there, I read this report that said there was, there was an enormously huge amount of people who died that there was like one death or something every 36. It was like, I don't believe that for anything. Don't believe it 100. Like, don't believe it. Because like, wouldn't we, we would see all this stuff on the news. Like, how would we continue to be populating the world? Like, that, that, that doesn't make sense to me. But if I was going to sit there and say that there has to be a certain amount of people who die in order for a certain amount of people to be born, and I'm going to sit here and say that I fully believe in the theory that there is a certain set amount of souls and that those souls can be fractured into different spirits and that one soul can have more than one spirit alive on the same plane at the same time, it would work. Hmm. Because some people, like, what about when friends say, I feel like I found my soulmate? Right, yeah. Because soulmate doesn't, have to mean like oh your romantic like perfect partner like that that's not what it has to mean a lot of people who have been trying to take like that whole relationship thought process out of the word soulmate because they're just saying something in them connects with this person in a whole new level that they've never felt before what if the both of you share the same soul what if that's the case i mean we don't know and again it's just a theory of my crazy mind but what if that's a possibility? I have a particular thought process with my husband. Um, you know, I, I feel like we're soulmates 110%. No question about it. No anything. I actually had, when I met him, I had a spiritual occurrence. The second time I met him, I had a spiritual occurrence. And then when we finally got together, I had my third spiritual occurrence. And I was just like, okay, got it. This is my person. But with him... You know, in in the information I've been able to get different times from different past lives or from my spirit guides or stuff, I've always been told that there are certain things that he is somewhat um, broken off from because there's essentially a part of him that is on this plane and a part of him that's on an, another plane. And there is a part of my spirit which is on this plane and another part of my spirit that's on the other. The difference mm -hmm. is I can still communicate with that spirit. 
there are times when, um, and my, my family has actually seen me do this. I will, I will seem like a different person. My eye colors change actually quite frequently sometimes. Um, my mannerisms will change. My speech patterns will change. And sometimes I'll even speak languages that I don't know. And they'll be like, what are you doing? Like, what is going on right now? And I'm not, it's not like I'm possessed. There's nothing wrong with me. Like, I'm still there. Like, I'm still hearing them. I'm still having a conversation with them. But there's just something else that's happening that's not 110% me. But like, I know what that, I know what that person looked like. I know that person's name. I know that person is me. And just for whatever reason, like it felt like it needed to be heard for a second instead of me being the person who was hurt. Now I know that's a, that can be a difficult thing for people to believe or to process that it's possible, but I've heard actually, even recently, more stories where people are saying their kids are talking about how they remember dying this way or they remember being on this boat or they're using words and terminology that they didn't teach them and they're not going to school yet so there's no real way for them to have known those things there uh was a story about a woman who she essentially actually projected out of her body in a car she was driving and she just felt strange and then all of a sudden it was like she was outside of her body next to her but she was still driving. So if your spirit's not in your body, but you're still being functional, then what is? What's some part, some part of you is still there. Yeah, I mean, there, I, go ahead, I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say like, it could be a possibility even, even with, you know, I've never had like someone perform past life regression on me. There's just been things that have happened to me that I am able to communicate with my past lives. My spirit guide is one of my, it's not my earliest past life at all. She's very clear about that. She's not even close to like the first hundred, but she's one of the earliest of my past lives. And I've had um, someone try to do something, a ritual, and it was supposed to be a ritual to benefit me, but my spirits have this thing where they, which I'm very in tune with them. So if they don't like something, they won't allow it to happen. Like, it doesn't matter who you're praying to. It doesn't matter. They will tell you like, no, like I cannot be involved in this, whatever. Like like, I can't. And I was sitting there and I was just like, I don't want to be part of this. I don't want to be a part of this. And I started feeling like actually like painful, like, but not like, um, but not like someone was like hitting me or something. It was more like just this surrounding uncomfortability that was just mounting. And as it mounted, it became painful. And so finally, I was just like, stop. And he turns around and he goes to me, he goes, you know, you have a lot of beautiful spirits. Mind you, person knew nothing about this. Hmm. Barely knew me. Barely knew anything. You know, there's no, like, I would have never discussed. I, I didn't discuss my spirits for several years. I mean, I just recently really, once I started this podcast, I started discussing it a little bit more. But honestly, like, I didn't bring it up but i didn't really mention it i mean it's one of those throw it in the crazy pile type things um but basically he turned around and he told me things that honestly he should have never known and wouldn't have known unless they made it clear he said i know that you were telling me to stop 
the ritual, but I couldn't. I couldn't just leave it, you know, um, not completed, which I understand. I said, but they didn't let you do whatever it is that you wanted to do for me. He said, no, they did not. He said they wouldn't allow it. I said, exactly. He said, I have never had anything like that happen. I've never seen any. And he, he apparently in this ritual could physically see them like apparitions. I was still in my body, but he could physically see what they looked like, what they sounded like. Like he could physically see them. And he said it was basically like the room was overrun with people and he knew it was all coming from me. And they were like, no, like we told you no now is no hmm. and um he just he was he just told me that they were beautiful that none of them were evil they were all good they were all like and he started like going into their personality which was very interesting because again he didn't know me he was my mother's friend she, she was like hey can you like he like why don't you come to this thing with me like it's supposed to be like for protection and i was just like ah. and she's like come on can you like she asked like basically begged me to go and so i went with her and so he didn't even know me he didn't know anything about my personality but he was just sitting there like picking up random things and even random things about them that i personally know because of memories and dreams and things that i've had from them and i was just like sitting there like hmm this is new <laughs> Yeah. Like, I didn't even know this could happen. And I told you that my spirit, like if I astral project or something, it looks completely different than I physically do. And I was sharing a story about a drawing I had made when I was a kid and with my husband. And um, he, I mean, he, this was the first time he had heard about the drawing, didn't know anything about it. And apparently he drew the same sort of symbolization of, of a person. And we said like this person had been watching over us for like years and years and years. And when he explained, when he told me in detail who like what that woman looked like, I was like, oh shit, that's me. And then I told him about his and he was like, oh, that's kind of, he kind of just was like, that was kind of weird, but I knew it was him because he's, he's not the type of person who's going to be like, like he, like he won't go there. Like he believes that things can happen, but like he likes to stay in a nice little comfortable pile of nope I'm not going to go into like that lane right now so I've had tons of different things happen I had um I've had dreams of how they died and those those dreams those horrible nightmares they felt incredibly real like to the point that like I didn't think I was alive like I woke up and I was just like oh my god like I'm I'm in I'm in bed like I'm here like I'm like I could feel like um there was, there was one where I was coming over from either like Eng England or Ireland or something. I was like on a ship with like different people. And I didn't, I didn't really want to be there, but for whatever reason, I had to be on the ship and the ship ended up sinking and I drowned and I could feel like the water in my throat. Mm -hmm. Or um, I had another situation where I was burned at the stake as a witch so I literally felt like I was on fire and I woke up and I was screaming and crying because I just, I felt the pain. And even to the point that my skin, my actual literally skin was red. Like not, not like it was like, like I had just been for all intents and purposes burned. I mean, like it, it looked like I, I had been burned. Um, I didn't even, I couldn't go to school the next day because of it. I've had um, another one where. I was apparently stabbed in the stomach, which was great because I woke up with that pain. Like it was, and it's, so it's, it's different than like a dream 
like it doesn't you know i mean i've had dreams i've had realistic nightmares where i was scratched and i woke up and i had a scratch there on my body and it was it was clearly a nightmare and i don't you know i i don't really understand how i got the scratch or how i woke up with the scratch like that or what happened in my psyche at that time that somehow that occurred I've had those realistic dreams. I've had those realistic nightmares, but this was different. This was, this was stronger and it felt real. And I mean, for debunking purposes, sure. You could sit there and say that somehow I managed to see something that was reminiscent of this period of time. And then I had the dream and then I, pictured these clothes or outfits or things like that or these people and then as I did this I somehow painted had some issue going on or whatever and decided that that person died and somehow psychologically I linked pain together and so I felt that too and then you know years down the road or months down the road or however long I then pictured to myself that this that this person who died was a, a previous spirit. For debunking purposes, sure, I guess you could say that. But even me like sitting here attempting to say that right now is sounds like a load of bullshit, honestly, like for me. That just seems like way too much and way too many psychological things for you to loop, loop together for it to try to work. Additionally, like I have a problem in my mind where I can't, I can't hold on to details for long periods of time. So I love to paint and I love to draw. I, I'm horrible at it, but I love doing it. And part of why I'm horrible at it is because let's say that I'm trying to paint a bunny. I know what a bunny looks like. You know, floppy ears, tail, you know, like you know it. But if you're sitting there and you're trying to do like details, you need to get like the fur right, the eyes right, the... You know, if you want to do dirt specs, the dirt specs, right? Like, you have to get all that stuff right. I can come up with this elaborate, beautiful picture in my mind, but I can hold on to it for maybe, like, five seconds. The harder, even, like, I've noticed the harder I try to hold on to it, the more that I can't, the more that I start losing the details. So if I put dirt specs on its, on its feet, I won't remember what the feet look like or where they are. I can recall images just fine. Recalling images is fine. Like, I've got a great memory in terms of taking something and bringing it back, but holding on to detail in this, like, artistic, creative manner where I would need to do that in order to get all of this right and be able to paint it correctly every single freaking time that we're essentially psychologically saying I did this to myself. I can't do it. Like, I cannot. I have tried for years to be able to do it when I'm painting or drawing and I can't. So, you know, for me, I do believe in past lives. I do believe in reincarnation. I believed in reincarnation before I even knew it was a word. So it would just, I would hate to find out that we just, we learn all those things and then we die and nothing else comes from it. And I, I've always struggled with that thought process that we're just gone and we don't come back or we're gone. And, and, and even before I knew what the word reincarnation meant, it just never made any sense to me that that was not what happened. 
like i guess i'm a little too weird to you know oh. not not be able to just go ah, you know we're we're just we're just here and then we're gone and that's it or we just like we go and we and then like the other thing is too is like if we if we just die and our spirit isn't recycled and again go kind of going back to what you're talking about that you know with the different numbers and all the souls that you would have to create and all these things why would she just like why would she make all these other like spirits and souls if you've got a whole collection up here chilling out like thinking about it from a human point if you have yeah. money and you have a whole bunch of money sitting right here why would you sit here and be like oh i gotta go get some money when you have a whole bunch over here that you can use at your disposal at any time you want it's not gonna hurt you why would you need to go get some more money why would you need to make more money for it i don't know yeah i mean i mean you bring up a i mean you made me think about it i'm how, how can i i like the soulmate thing i mean that actually makes sense to me i mean because i've there's people that we are naturally drawn to in this world that, and there's, there's people you know or I should, I'm speaking for myself, that, you know, I, you know, the whole, I don't like somebody from first impression or just looking at somebody you don't like. But then there are people that, you know, you are completely, totally in sync with, you know. And I mean, that kind of makes sense with the fracturing of the souls. But I wanted to, the dream thing that I had, I've had one of those dreams too in my, and I've only had one and it's kind of, it was the weirdest thing because it, People always, I always heard, you know, if you die in your sleep, you know, you die in real life. And I, somebody said yeah. that to me and I was like, uh, no, you don't. Cause I had a dream where I died yeah. and, and basically this kind of set the scenario. I was running through a mall or some kind of building or crowded people. I was being chased by somebody with a gun. Like, and oh I turned God. around, I turned around, I heard the shot, I heard the flash. I felt the pain in my stomach and I was laying on the ground and you know, the, how you would think you would when you're dying how things will happen you know things start fading to black you know you start losing everything and it just goes black and it goes black and the next thing you know light you know it starts my eyes start adjusting again and you know it starts getting lighter and lighter and lighter until i can make out i'm in my room laying on my bed and my i had the worst pain in my stomach where i got shot you know, I, and it was more than just a tummy ache. Of course, I was probably, I was a teenager, maybe a senior, junior, senior in high school at that time. But, you know, that's kind of weird. You know, that's a weird, weird dream. Now, I don't recall time-wise or, you know, the people that were around me, I can't recall faces or anything, but I just remember how it was like, if I had to picture how you feel or your what you see when you die is pretty much that, you know, it's like the light, just the dimmer switch, somebody just turning off the light. And then just kind of turn back on. It's, that's kind of weird. But I like what you said. And it kind of, it's, it makes me think about the soulmate and kind of put the whole idea of past lives and reincarnation and the fracturing portion, you know, into perspective. It kind of makes sense. Your theory is not that bad. I like it. What's really interesting is I have, when I was a teenager, seemed to somehow have an ability where I could see or find people who I encountered in a past life like um I have a it was a group of us actually and we just kept connecting it turns out one of them was she was extremely psychic um 
and she felt it too. We never really like figured out where we were before or how we got together. Um, but we knew that we we knew somehow we knew one another, and we just seemed to know each other way too well and seemed to be too connected. And unfortunately, we couldn't be connected in this life due to some of the things that were going on with her. Um, and for personal reasons, for both of us to be healthy, we had to break away from one another. But we still think about each other a lot. And, you know, every once in a while, I get a quick message from her. She'll get a quick message from me. Um, there's another person who we had discussed it and she, she's from New Jersey and her and her mom actually moved down to Georgia and they actually, they were looking for a fresh start and her mom agreed to move down to Georgia so that they could be closer to me. Like that was the connection that even I had with her mom, like her mom was just like, you guys have something that I don't understand. Like, I truly just don't get it. And, but I feel it too when I'm, I'm around you guys. Right. And it was just like, um, we were, we met online, obviously, and we were able to actually like really meet in uh, real life. And she came to my house in Florida. And there was just such difference of energy than when I was just by myself. Like there was, there was just something that was so completely different being around her. And we had, we there were certain times where like we would feel like oh you know maybe one of us had been like a mom to like the other or something or like things like that there was actually a guy who he going into psychic he's actually an extreme psychic we um we actually knew that we had been together in several lives but like when you thought of the the thought process of a soulmate and like that's the person that you're supposed to be in be with we both knew we were not that for one another we had always just settled with that for one another because mm-hmm. in one of our earliest lives we had been together that way yeah. um that was just sort of what we were for better terminology basically forced into so we had that comfort of being able to know one another very well and there were we didn't discuss spirits too much but there was like times where like he would like legitimately like there's a couple of the spirits I know their names and he would call me by that name. Mm. And I'd be like, wait, what did you say? And he'd say it. And I was like, Oh, you know that one. And he's like, yeah. And he would, he would tell me things that I knew of, of that spirit. We didn't have that conversation. (laughs) And I was like, okay. So, so somehow, you know, maybe we're linked and with my husband. Um, and you know, cause you got to get sappy in an episode. (laughs) Um, There we go. I I met him in a game, an online game. Um, it was a MMORPG, so you know you can meet more than enough people. And I was in a guild, so you know tons of different people and stuff like that. But um, I I knew I knew I had to meet my soulmate in this lifetime, and I knew I was going to meet my soulmate in this lifetime. And so I would just really really want to meet this person, and. So sometimes there would be something that would legitimately wake me up in the middle of the night and go, you need to get on the game. And I'm like, no, it's three o'clock in the morning. Why would I ever, like, I've got school tomorrow. Why would I ever get on the game? So this particular time I did finally get on it. It was like 4.15. And I'm like, what, what am I doing? Like, what am I supposed to find here? Who am I supposed to, like, who am I supposed to find? What the fuck? Like, like, you know how many people play this goddamn game? How am I supposed to know, like, like who he is? How, how would, how would I know? But this, I see this person's name. I was, I, something tells me to check the guild list. And I check the guild list. And I scroll. I see this person's name, and I'm like, I just, I just felt something. I, I still just don't even know how to describe it. And I was just like, I have to talk to this person. 
Like, I have to talk to this person. But then he logged off. So, so I try to see if I can find him, find out anything about this person, something. I, I try the next day to log on to try and see if I can catch him in time. No luck. I would wake up in the middle of the night to like try to get him, but I couldn't. And it was, it was annoying as hell. It was so annoying because it was just like, I have to get to know this person. So eventually, like, I don't see him anymore. And I'm just like, fuck, I guess like, I, I like, guess I lost my chance. That happened when I was 14, 15. So cut to like when I'm like 18 now. And I was just like, man, I don't even know why I'm still on this stupid fucking thing. And I was on a completely different, like I was on a private server. I wasn't even playing the official game anymore. So like at this time, there are probably at least close to 100 or more private servers for this game. So not even on the official server anymore, not playing with those people, completely new, you know, groups of people, completely new people. Some people did come from the official server, but like, of course, you don't know until like you see them and you they are like, hey, yeah, I was there too. Um, and at this point now, I'm in this guild and I freaking... I didn't want to be in the guild, but I went over with a friend of mine and I, I just, honestly, I was kind of miserable. I, I really honestly was. I'm, I'm up in the middle of the night for some reason that I can't even under, understand. Like, I just couldn't sleep. I felt like wired, like I had to stay up. And this person looks on and I was just like, holy shit. Like, holy shit. I have to talk to this person. And if I don't, it's going to be the biggest mistake of my life. I don't really know how else to describe it, except that they felt like this huge monumental pillar in my life that I needed to like run and embrace with open arms. And so I made some weird joke in the middle of the guild chat. And I was just like, I'm not funny. I'm really not a funny person. He's not, this is fucking, I'm weird. And he messaged me. And we start talking and no lie in 30 minutes, I was completely 110% in love with this person, which made no sense to me because that's not how yeah. love works. You know, you sit there like, like I don't, I believe in like attraction at first sight. And I believe that like, there are people who find their soulmate, but it's like what, like in, in the romantic terms of soulmate, you know, so like how do you, and at that point I had never had a friendship soulmate really that I, I felt like I, like this person, like, is a part of me. I had had people that I, I knew that I, I had known in past lives and I accepted that, but that was, that was on a different level. And I didn't really understand this. So I argued with myself about it for like three days. And I was like, there's no way I'm in love with this person. I barely know them. I just met them. Like, and I'm not an idiot. That's not how love works. That's not how relationships work. Like, how do you have a foundation of that relationship? It doesn't work. So finally I said, you know what? Look, one of, my, one of my spirits basically appeared and was like, would you shut the fuck up and just accept it? And yeah. I was just like, you're on board? Like, if you're on board, what does what does that mean? So I still don't think like this is my soul. I, I don't I don't know what this is, but I have no explainable word or or whatever for the ceiling. So I said, OK, fine. I said, if you just want me to accept it, I'll accept it. You get you get what you want. I hope you're happy now. That's basically what I said. That night when I went to sleep, I wasn't even fully asleep, but I had this like weird sensation and it was like almost like I looked down at my chest and it was like this huge 
purple, almost like a tree root was out of coming out of my chest and going into like the, the roof area and it was traveling somewhere. And all I could see was like, maybe that's connected to him. Because I had never seen this before. I was like, I don't know what this is, but okay. I said, I, I said I would be accepting of things. So I'll just accept this. So it turns out that um, like me, me and this person got together four months later. And um, it turns out that when I had had that feeling of, I have to get to know this person, I have to talk to this person. He had that feeling too. When I had felt like I fell 110% in love with this person in the first 30 minutes of speaking to him, he had that feeling too. He knew, I, I'm not even really sure how he, like we've talked about it a couple times, but like he's never really like gone into like how he knew. But similar to like how I knew, like he 110% believed that there was a soulmate out there for him and he had to find this person. But he actually like had gotten, because he's he's um four and a half years older than me, he'd gotten to a point where he was just tired trying to find it and he was just like you know what maybe i just need to give up and he had he had a time limit before he was going to leave the country he was in and go somewhere else i found him basically when he made that decision of the of the time limit we found one another so it happened like right in this perfect space so i don't know any of this for a while really he tells me that he felt so 110 percent in love with me and again we talk on a game so I don't know what he looks like at this point. Um, and when when this happens, I have never heard his voice. I'm not even entirely sure that he's a man because he plays a female character. Um, so this is very strange for me. Like, like you know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. no identifying factor whatsoever. It turns out that two weeks after he we met one another, he was so incredibly in love with me that he had full intentions of getting on a plane, flying over and asking me to marry him. And I told him, had he, and what was interesting was I kept having these weird wants. I I mean, I I had always wanted to get married, but I was never someone who dreamed of weddings and all that stuff. I just knew there was someone out there for me and that was the person I'd spend the rest of my life with. And I had started having those thoughts about that same week. And um, he told me about that he was was going to, to, to basically had a timetable giving up and we met we met the day he decided that that like we met that night and he said um the last thing he told me to kind of close all this up is we were talking about the game and just like how long we had been playing the game and how it was sort of funny that we met on the game and like all this stuff and because you know it it honestly was a long shot really and it just worked out so well that we had met this way and he lives in Egypt so that sort of explained the time difference a little bit. And then what also explains it is we were talking about the original server and just all these things. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I used to play on the original server. I was like, oh, you did? I was like, well, oh, okay. I, you know, I used to play there too. And he's like, yeah, I was in the skill. And I was like, you were? And he said, yeah. And I said, huh, because I was in that guild too. And I was like, what was your name? It turns out the name that I had felt that connection to that had signed on randomly, that was him. And I did not know that. I had no idea. And he told me the story behind that name. And it had to do with the person who, um, a story of when he was, when he was born. And that's why he picked that name. And that's why he played a female character was 
was to match that name. So I think on the original server, his name was Nurse Irma. Hmm. When I met him, his name was like something weird, like Medusa. No, like something else. Like, let's say it's Medusa. Nurse Irma and Medusa are two completely different fucking names. Exactly. Different characters, different everything. There's no way. And the reason, and that is why I would wake up in the, I kept saying, I want to meet my soulmate. I want to meet my soulmate. Like, why isn't this working? Like, I thought I was doing everything. Like, what's going on? And I kept waking up in the middle of the night is because the time difference between here and Egypt during daylight savings time is eight hours. Yeah. When we're not in daylight savings time, it's seven. So when I was asleep, he was awake. And that was why I kept waking up to try to get him. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yep. It's one of those things you can't deny that. mm -hmm. So there's my sappy part of it. But, um, you know, I've talked about the fact that I've had a bad childhood. I had a lot Mm -hmm. of bad things happen to me. I had the fact that I'm still here sometimes is is amazes me because I didn't think it it would. I, I would be here. And so for me to trust someone so it's sort of like how you talked about you don't trust anybody i don't trust anyone it's very difficult for me to trust people um especially when it comes to men and i've you know i've said that on one of my podcast episodes before and so for me to so it is especially weird and rare for me to the point that with this person who at this point i barely knew if he asked me to jump off a building and trust him I would trust him. I would trust him Mm. that there was a reason. I would trust him that there was something that would catch me. And I had never had that feeling before, especially not in the first few moments of meeting them. And so that was, he, he is the part of my path. And I've always known my soulmate was the part of my path. And for me, he's both of those things. So it, I have, it's another reason, a part of why I have to believe in soulmates and I have to believe in past lives and stuff like that, because they're having to connect us for us to both have these such strong, incredible passions to find our person and, and the same way of how we emotionally connected and even spiritually connected. Like it, for me, it makes no sense. Right. There's, I can't explain it. That's what makes it interesting. You can't explain it. That's what does it. But uh, I think I have taken up almost three hours of your time today. <laughs> well, you're not quite at three hours. You're a little longer. <laughs> That's okay, though. It's, I just, um, you know, Phil, I, I wanted, I think I told you in the message, but I wanted to have you on the first interview. <laughs> As my dog is barking back up. There you go. <laughs> you know, she's got to be a part of this, too. Can't kick her out. <laughs> no, can't do that. Luckily, she, she managed to stop her leash earlier today. And so I went to go get my dog, and my dog was not where I, where I last left her. And I don't have a fence. <laughs> so, Ooh, yeah. yes. Yes, I'm very, I'm very happy that she's bonded with me and right. that we have a great relationship that where I call her, she comes to me. And yeah, she, she was essentially gone for 45 minutes and I had no idea. No, <laughs> not a clue. But, you know, the reason why I really wanted you to be uh, on this, this first interview is because when you're, you're awesome. Um, but also because I really, you know, when I was sitting here and I was doing these podcasts, 
I was, there are plenty of times where it's just like, should I really be doing this? Like, I feel like one, I'm opening up a whole new can of worms and two, I'm sitting here and voicing my experiences with people and I don't know how people are going to take them or how things are going to go. And I just, there's so many questions and, you know, I got lucky and I followed you or you followed me or something like that. And, um, you had me on the show and you were so kind and you shared your experience with podcasting thing. And when we talked about it really made me feel like, Hey, you know what? Like, this is normal. Like how I'm feeling is normal, but like, look at all like the great things that this person is doing and their passion, their dedication, all the great things they're doing. And like, if I can't dedicate this and I can't be as passionate as this, then I don't need to be doing this. But I knew I could, like, I knew that I had that in me and I knew that I could give that to my listeners and I could give that to whoever was willing to like give this podcast a chance. A large part of the continuation of this show is due to me for speaking with you and also all of your support. Like you've, you've been a complete and amazing support. You're always hilarious <laughs> anytime we're talking and I just... I really appreciate you and I really thank you for all of your help and all of your support and being around and for your podcast. And thank you for the teaser for your show so that people will check it out. And I will also be one of the first listeners on that show because I really want to know what happened. You're, you're breaking my heart that I don't get it right away. Well, maybe, <laughs> well, maybe after we end up in this conversation, I will tell you exactly what happened as long as you promise not to tell anybody. But I promise. I swear I will not say a single word. All right. But thank you so much for those kind words. Trust me, I'm not that awesome. But, you know, <laughs> I really appreciate because, you know, if what you've gotten out of my podcast and your interactions with me, if that's if I could stop now that, you know, I'm happy. That's is what that is what I wanted. That's what I you know, that's what I like that somebody I make a difference in somebody's life. Now, with that being said, you know, you are. I can take no credit. Your show is amazing. And it's all because of the personality. I mean, just keep doing what you're doing. I mean, it's you have a bubbly personality and you and you have fun now. And you can get away with a lot more stuff than I can. I mean, I I'm more cynical by nature, like you how you end every show now, which is awesome for you. I like it and I listen to it. Um, but I couldn't do that. I mean, people listen to that and say, What the fuck is this douchebag doing? <laughs> He just lost. He just lost his marbles. But you know, it it works with you with your personality, and you know, I enjoy it, and I'm sure everybody else enjoys. It. That's why you're having, you know, you're having growth like you're having, because um, pretty soon you're probably you're going to be higher than me, and that's that's okay. That's a great thing. Now that's not going to happen. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, trust me. But I did just to kind of a side note. You did an episode. Oh, when was it? Around Christmas time, where mm -hmm. it wasn't even paranormal. You just read a story that you wrote. Yeah. Don't be afraid to do that either. I enjoyed it. You know. That, I am so happy to hear that. I mean, it, and here's here's the thing. I'm you know I'm a manly man, but you know I listened to it and I listen. I was actually yeah I know it was Christmas time because I was visiting my mother and her boyfriend. And I was listening to it on my way. Wasn't or. It was a Monday. It was Monday when it was released because I spent the week at Sunday with her before Christmas because Christmas was on Tuesday. I was coming driving home, you know, an hour and a half drive. So I listened to it and I was like, 
Okay. And even, and I'll be honest with you, when you first said what, I was like, oh, I'm not going to like this. I probably won't make it through it. I wasn't going to tell you that, but you know, and I, <laughs> I listened to it. I was like, wow, Hey, that's a great story. And B, she has an amazing ability to, you know, read the story and get the emotion across. I mean, I enjoyed it. I mean, I couldn't, I was envious. I couldn't pull that off. I read it and be like, Jack and Jill went up. I mean, you know, I'm like, damn, she's got a good inflection. I mean, I mean, it drew me in and I was like, I'm not going to admit I like this, but I'm actually kind of liking this right now. So, but just, you know, keep doing that stuff, you know, and you'll be all right. And, you know, don't be afraid. You can always come on my podcast. I'm always looking for guests and you, we have fun when we talk and we have, you know, it's not really an interview. It's a conversation. Two people discussing some stupid shit. And that's the way it should be. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like it. And it's fantastic. Now, I think we got to end this because I want to hear that teaser. And uh, sorry, people, but got to know. <laughs> <laughs> you but, only uh, have to wait an extra week. Yeah, that I mean, like, it's like, look, patience is a virtue. I tell my mother that all the time, and she tells me that she uh, she doesn't know what that is, and that she uh, I told her she needs to go pick up a lifetime supply at Walgreens. Um, but uh, you know, thank you again, thank you so much for everything you've done. Thank you for coming on the show. Uh, let uh, let people know where they can find you. And the name we have not discussed the name of your show. Oh, we have what said the, it. What the hell are we thinking? We're gonna have to start all over now. Oh no! Yeah, it's, another another three hours. Yeah, it's well, I do have somewhere to be at seven, but. We'll be all right. Um, it's Ghost in the Night. Um, you can find me pretty much everywhere, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, all that stuff. But the easiest way to catch the episodes is at philsams.com. You know, I put a player on there, you know, and on to the right there, you can, the latest episode right there. That's the easiest way if you don't want to search. But follow me on Twitter. My Twitter handle is at night underscore ghost. That is the best place to follow me. That's where I'm most active just because I don't have that much time between doing podcasts, full-time job. But I'm also on Facebook at ghost in the night and I'm on Instagram. I'm kind of struggling with it because time wise, but you can find me there at ghost underscore night underscore podcast. Um, I'm on YouTube and I do post videos for every podcast, but I'm not in a big rush, just like our episode, our second episode that aired Tuesday. I haven't posted a video yet. It's actually done. I actually finished it last night or exported it last night. I'm going to upload it sometime today. But you can always catch the video there if you want to listen to the podcast with a nice picture. And sometimes my face, it just depends on my mood at the time. But really, philsams.com is the easiest place to find the podcast where you don't have to search too hard but twitter is the best place to reach out and contact me if you want to contact me there like how you contact me or you can email me at ghost of the night podcast at gmail.com those are the easiest ways to get a hold of me check it out and if you guys want to be a guest on his show you need to contact him because he's got a great show obviously you can hear how he is um he's he's not judgmental he's very open um he's pretty hilarious uh uh which is why i also appreciate the fact that he's not a frog today um that's true <laughs> that, i don't have a third ear no no third ear no frog i don't think you've been haunted by anything i think you said and uh yeah so we're you know but he he may haunt you in the future so yes. you might want to watch out for that but you never know <laughs> I, I make no guarantees <laughs> but um thank you so much everyone for joining us and 
I hope you enjoyed this. Alright guys, so that is the last part of the episode and the lovely interview and conversation I had with Phil Sams from Ghost in the Night. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, I also want to thank you guys for listening to the first part because I was really concerned originally because I was like, oh shit, this episode is an hour and 36 minutes long. Like, I have the whole thing about how I try to make sure episodes aren't more than half an hour long because, like, if you're driving to work or something like that, like, you know, most people can probably listen between, like, 15 and maybe 30 minutes. When you start getting into, like, an hour, an hour and a half, like, sometimes people have to pause and come back, and I wasn't really sure how that was going to go, and that was the first time this had ever been done, and it was the first time we'd ever had an interview on here, so I was really nervous, and I was really concerned about the whole thing, but you guys seem to actually like it. Like, it's, um, that episode has actually been, uh, the fastest growth in an episode I've ever seen as far as downloads go. Um, so thank you guys so much. That means so much to me. I hope that also means that you guys took a second to check out his podcast, check out what he does and what he's about, uh, or follow him on Twitter or look at him on YouTube or Facebook. Um, and I hope that you guys enjoyed this, this episode too, even though it was a little bit more of me talking because I got super excited. <laughs> what do we have I think the only business we have to go through is just um, if you guys can keep subscribing to the show and, um, you know, if you have a ghost story, send it in. You can send it in to thehauntedride at gmail.com or in at thehauntedride.com at the send us your story link. Next week's episode uh, will be Saturday will be the Patreon true crime episode. Uh, it's going to be on Elisa Lamb, which that story has been done a ton of times, but I really, I really wanted to do the story. So I was just like, you know what, fuck it, we're going to do the story. Um, and then we're also going to have on Sunday will be the first mythology episode, which will be courtesy of Alice. She emailed me. She's very sweet. She's absolutely wonderful. Um, she emailed me and she asked me about merfolk. And I was like, I think it's great. Like, I think it's perfect because one, mythology, there are quite a lot of mermaid creatures and mermen creatures in mythology. They all do different things. Um, so it's going to be, it's not like I'm going to have to be concerned that the episode won't be long enough. There's going to be more than enough information out there about merfolk. And I, I like mermaids. Like, I think they're great. I, 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 had dreams about them. I think it's fantastic. And she likes it and she suggested it. And I'm, I'm sorry, like, I can't, I can't think of anything better to be our first mythology episode than something someone suggested. So if you want to have something that you suggested on the podcast, do what she did, write me an email or send it in on the forms. Like I'm actually on the new edition of the website. I am correcting the title of the form and the description so that people know. I mean, if you listen to the podcast, I, I think I've said it. I uh, hope I've covered it enough. But so people know that you can you, you it doesn't just have to be a story. You can send in a topic that you want to talk about. You can talk about we can talk about ur urban legends. 
We can talk about haunted places. Uh, one of the episodes, I got a story in about a haunted castle. And I'm actually going to try and see if I can find some information in some other people's stories and make a whole episode about that castle. Just because, why not? Like, that's my job as a podcaster. Like, my job is to cover this topic as best as I can. And if I, like, half-ass it, then I'm not doing my job. And that's not what I want. That's not what I want at all. Like, I, I want this to be a great experience for you guys, and I want you guys to feel like, oh, shit, she really puts a lot of time into it, into this, and she really actually cares, because I do. Uh, I actually, talking about that, I, I had recorded this part of the episode again, but the, I call it the intro and the exit. So, you know, the beginning and I did the exit after this. And I ended up re-recording this part because I had gotten into what I wanted to talk about this week that I had learned. And I was a little concerned that the way... I didn't approach, it was, it was about me and about something extremely personal that's happened to me. And I was concerned that in bringing it up while I had been very cautious about not going into too much detail, even the fact of bringing it up, like if someone has that particular um, issue going on with them right now, they may not be able to hear it. And so I would love to broach it with you guys one day and perhaps for like our 50th episode, I'll do a, like a get to know me a little bit more and get to know like why I do these things and where all this stuff comes from and why I put these in here. But I I don't want to, I mean, I, I did like put a, like a little warning, like, hey, you know, we're about to get personal and like whatever, like I did put that in here. But I just said, you know what, I think it might just be better if we don't do this right now and we do it at another time. Especially when if you go through like this whole episode, I've been super, I've been super excited, super gung-ho, super happy, super whatever. And this was a happy story, but it does broach a, a negative topic. And I don't want, um, I never want to make anyone feel uncomfortable. Like I would rather you walk into an episode, know when you press play, like you signed in for this and this is what you're gonna get I never want you to feel like whoa this came out of left field or something like that so I actually um that should also if you guys don't know it by now I care even though I don't know you I don't know you personally I do care about you I think as a podcaster I mean yeah sure there's people who get in it for money and don't get me wrong if you told me like fucking tomorrow that Someone wanted to pay all my bills and all I had to do was sit here and record an episode like a couple times a week. Sign me the fuck up. I think most people would do that. But if that's all you're here for, it's going to show. It may not show in the first episode. It may not show in the first 50. But eventually people are going to kind of pick up on it and they're going to be like, eh, that's going to annoy you after a while. I think that as a podcaster, or at least I would hope, I hope most people who do this are in it for their community. They're in it to build a community and to support through this, using this platform in that community. And that's what I'm here for. So I hope that shows in everything. So I think 
to slightly modify my what I learned this week thing is, um, you know, I'm going to cheat. I'm going to give you all two. So the first one is please just like make sure you guys look at whatever is like in your herbal tea. Uh, cause we're, I'm always talking to you guys about how much I love herbal tea and I love, I love me some herbal tea. I at least have a cup a day, sometimes two, sometimes three, but not feeling well. The problem is like, I used to only do loose leaf teas. That's essentially what I had grown up on. But all the places that did loose leaf teas aren't anywhere near my house. So I can't go travel to them really. It'll take me at least an hour and a half to get to the nearest one that I know of. Um, and when I've tried to Google, I haven't really found much of anything that's been helpful. Or then I have to shop on Amazon or shop online or something. And I just, if you're sick and you need something warm to drink and you need a tea, where are you going to go? The grocery store. So I went to the grocery store and lately I've been picking up blends from the grocery store. And this has been going on for about two years at least. Um... Because it didn't, it didn't used to happen before. I liked it when it didn't happen before. Uh, but I studied um, Chinese herbal medicine and acupuncture. So I know a lot about herbal medicine. And that's, that's my thing. Like, if I go to a grocery store, I will look at the ingredients of every single thing that's in that herbal tea and decide whether or not I think that's a good blend. If I think it's a bad blend, it doesn't go in the cart. If it's a good blend, it comes. So... The thing is, in Chinese herbal medicine, like, you study, you, like, a plant is not, most herbs are not just looked at as plant. It's the seed, it's the root, it's the plant, it's, like, the whole plant, the leaf, the stems. Everything has similar properties, but they can be different, and that's just how Chinese medicine is. In American herbal medicine, that's not the case. It's, you have a plant, this is what it does. Because if they are putting it in your blend, they're probably using all components of it, which means that that like one, two, three, whatever, like breaking it down in parts doesn't work. And the one that I didn't know anything about was licorice. I just knew it was good for phlegm. I'd figured that out. I figured it out based on the properties. I knew it was good for phlegm and stuff like that. And I was like, sweet, cool. So I finally ended up looking up what does licorice do? Because I would have this tea and I would drink it and I noticed any time I drank the tea, I got a killer headache. And I was just like, what is going on? And it turns out licorice um, is actually people who have high blood pressure are really susceptible to licorice and really shouldn't have it. I don't have high blood pressure, but the thing is, if you drink a cup of licorice tea or tea that contains licorice, um, once a day for about two weeks, it will significantly raise your blood pressure. Now, at the period of time where this was affecting me the hardest, I, and I only found this out now, the teas that I were drinking were all cold teas. They all had licorice in them, and I was having about two to three cups a day, and I did that for about two months. So my blood pressure actually was literally through the roof. So I found out about a month ago that this was the case, and I looked through all my teas, and... I actually, I actually, the other day, went through the process of separating them out. By what did I know every single ingredient, and that was a great blend? What did I think was a great blend, but had licorice? Out of the tea box that I have, which you can hold 12 teas on each row, I have seven great teas, 
and nine teas that have licorice. So just that the first thing is please just when it comes to herbals, like, oh, herbals, like whatever, best, just be careful. Because sometimes people put shit in things or they just assume it's good for you because it has this property and they're not looking at the side effects. And while herbal medicine can be great for you, like, you also need to know the side effects. Do not go nuts. Do not, like, fucking look up every single herbal thing that's in your tea or whatever. But, and go and do a deep dive for, like, six hours, come out and throw everything out of your cabinet. But just, you know, freaking, this is going to sound ridiculous, WebMD ignore the whole like just ignore like their whole introduction ignore that shit go to um uses and side effects look at those two so there's that and then like a really quick one because i was on that topic for way too long um and i don't want this episode to end up being an hour and 36 minutes long like the other one just if you feel like you need time for yourself you can take it. Like, I used to have this horrible time with understanding that whole um, take a break and come back to it mentality. I was just like, fuck no. Like, I, I just want to get it done. Like, even with this podcast episode today, like, I ate dinner. I have, I, I need to eat at certain times. And I ate dinner way late than I should all because I wanted to get the podcast episode done. And you know what made me get up and eat dinner? It wasn't even that I was hungry. It was, I didn't even realize the time. It was, um, because my phone had died. I wasn't paying attention to the clock. I just wanted to get it done. Because it pissed me off that I had all the issues yesterday. And I was like, you know what? I feel like I should eat now. I had no idea what time it was. I was like, you know what? I can even get up and do a couple. Of and I got up. I got up. I stepped away from the podcast episode. Got up. Did some laundry finished up some other stuff, cleaned up some stuff, got the trash ready for tomorrow. He was heating up the food. Like, I literally heated up the food in the microwave, like, five It was fine. It was spaghetti. It wasn't a big deal. So it was, like, spaghetti that, like, I had left in its, like, little form triangle. <laughs> I had it broken apart, so the bottom had it heated up. It was fine. Um, but when I got back, I was like, oh, shit. So it's like 9.30. What the hell? What happened? And, um, like, yeah, that sucks. Like, that, like that's, that's not good. That's not a good thing. But here's the thing. Like, I'm not going to focus on that. I don't give a fuck about it. I don't care. Because I got up from the podcast in the middle of an episode when normally, like, I'm the type of person who if I have a problem, if I have something I'm doing, I'm not getting up. I'm not, I'm not finishing it and I'm, I'm going to finish it before I ever leave this, this station. And that's just how I am about everything. And sometimes like you need a break. Sometimes you need to like eat or use a bathroom or wash your face or blow your nose or take a sip of water. And like, I think most people, like we sit down and we think about these things. We're like, it's fine. Like we'll get to it when we get to it. And like, no, like, no, like that, honestly, that causes problems emotionally it causes problems physically it causes problems mentally it causes problems we all need 
a break. So I think that's a perfect way to end this episode. And just take care of yourself, guys. Treat yourselves well. Treat others well. And I will see you in a couple days.